0: Welcome, nerdies, to another episode of Lovecraft Country Review. I'm your host, English Dave, with my co-hosts Rocket Mike, Mercedes, and Raven. What's up, everybody? What up, Great. Dave? Ooh, guys, episode nine, the penultimate episode. One more to go. Of course, a lot's going to happen. We expected a lot, but we got a lot. Uh, the synopsis is as follows. With Hippolyta politer at the helm, Letty, Tick, and Montrose travel to 1921 Tulsa in an effort to save D. This episode carries off from the last episode where we saw mantras holding d as she was being possessed by topsy and Bopsy, and now we see more of that and we've seen that she's slowly being transformed into one of them dun 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 which is creepy to see
1: mm. I, know. Um, I thought we were done <laughs> right. I thought we were done from the last episode from those creepy little girls and then it is nope. had to sprinkle it in
0: this is a direct result of it and uh hippolyta returns and for the first time we pretty much see everyone the gang the family people at least those who are alive together right yeah, the they finally page,
2: realize they finally. all mess with
0: that bitch, Christina. <laughs> right? It's like, I feel like all... are they
1: the true nerdy bunch, like the sci-fi, magic, horror, like right. the fifties version? The fifties right, right. version,
0: the original, the original fifties, the original. They're not, the they are about right. Um, this is a time travel episode. This is kind of like gave me Back to the Future vibes as well. You know, just traveling back yeah. to a time. Honestly, any before. excuse
2: for time travel, I'm with it. I
0: don't right, care. of course. Course, this confirmed that it is a multi dimensional machine which can go in time and space in various dimensions. Hippolyta came out and said, No, this is what it is. She's the only one smart enough, right? And uh, but we're gonna go as normal as usual. I'm gonna start with you, Mike. Quick thoughts What, what do you think of this episode?
3: Uh, love that HBO is continuing uh, with real black history. Uh, it didn't stop with just Watchmen, or like, no, we're gonna bounce off of that and actually go through an entire episode, not just a hint. Um, I want to keep seeing that. And then, um, yeah, I I think it was right when you said it was like the Avengers moment. Everyone came together and like, okay, we we all don't trust this this crazy bitch, right? Okay. Okay. Everyone's on board. Great. Let's move forward. Except maybe one, but let's just keep going. Uh, (laughs) Still a lot of questions, especially at the end, but um, yeah, Uh, I I don't want to give too much away. We'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: raven your thoughts a lot of things come to a head in this episode a lot of emotions come to the front you know things get answered things get discussed what did you think of this episode
2: um overall i feel like i don't know we in my opinion there hasn't been a bad episode yet there's been episodes i maybe loved more or less um this one wasn't necessarily my favorite but i was i was happy that it finally happened like i'm happy that You know, we finally have had the discussion that all of you have given something super valuable to Christina that she should not have. And you all should have definitely talked to each other before doing any of these things. So I'm glad that we finally like that that's in the open, because I was wondering when that was going to be addressed, everybody's common denominator. Um, I, I think it's interesting still trying to figure out what Christina's motivations are. Yeah, I think a lot of interesting things happened in this episode. I loved... PTSD I love that it deals once again with um generational trauma and I love being able to see Montrose's perspective like little Montrose while seeing big Montrose
0: mm-hmm. no I think you're right I think this episode again I think like like all penultimate episodes to shows you're bringing a lot of things to an head without necessarily introduce introducing too many new elements it's more about answering questions that are there and I I think you know I was talking to my wife about it I think low-key christina is the villain of the series of the season of the see, of the season there's nobody else left you know she's the villain of the season, yeah. season at least and 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 to that to her motivations are her own. she doesn't give a fuck about anybody else mercedes what did you think of this episode
1: um once again obviously i thought the episode was great but it definitely kind of pulled things together in a way but also in a way that you're just like, oh, this shit is just gonna fall apart. So like, even though you felt like you got some closure from the episode, you felt like you had some characters come together, you also know that there is also holes in that relationship because as the audience, the fourth wall, we've seen other people talk and have these secret like conversations. So we know it's not gonna go how everyone wants it to go. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, yeah as mike said like without giving away too much before we go into our discussion topics i'm gonna leave it there
0: okay okay um I, yeah this episode does uh, answer a lot of questions in terms of from characters point of views from people getting to talk to each other to find out information from each other or just share information with each other uh, a lot of the themes as well is i think it brings the the theme of generational trauma to a head in the sense of also uh How trauma can be transferred into something positive you know like how sometimes you go through this trauma so that future generations can benefit so that they can live you know uh, there's a one line that character says in this you know my faith made flesh it's which is about having that faith that you're going to suffer for your your future uh, generation ancestors uh, uh, um, descendants i mean to then uh, progress forward um Let's go into discussion, Raven. We we'll start at the beginning. This opens up with them helping Dean fighting over who did this and who did that, and then, like you said, they all realize that everybody knows who Christina is. Um, one of the things that comes to light is, you know, this show share once shows again, everyone's lying to everybody. When when Tech uh, is like, "I'll just uh, offer up the pages," and Lady's like, "Uh." So about those pages. <laughs> Once a week, one of them are.
2: Uh, it's crazy. It reminds me of, like it reminds me of that documentary. Like, there was like two in odd moments in that whole scene. I'm like come on y'all, come on. But then um, just gone. Yeah, I think like I was happy it was finally happening. It was like a sigh of relief, but it was also like you know, none of you can really be mad at the other because you've all done this. Like, all of you have done this in some way, and I don't know why any of you trust Christina. Like, y'all are literally all, no, white people can't trust them, can't trust them. And, like, the queen of the white bitch, like, she just, y'all are like, okay, here you go. Here's the pages, here's like, like, especially the crazy maze that they went through to obtain, you know, or, like, just all of the things that we've gone through in this show to get all of these artifacts to just hand them over so kindly to Christina is is crazy to me. So I'm happy that it finally happened. Um, it, I was like, it was it was weird. It's kind of eerie seeing um, Christina at the house as like the I don't know. You know, like are are we talking <laughs> about that at the dinner table? You know, like has Letty let that out? Like, or does you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's still like, who so knows? So much
1: going on. Like all of
2: you. Yeah. It's so like, like it's it's interesting because I feel yeah, like at yeah. home I was like uh eh, but and like we just didn't have time in this episode mm-hmm. to address that but I'm you know I was kind of like I was happy yeah. but I also kind of want more like yeah
0: I guess the urgency was D's and like the D she's in trouble we need to fix and help D right yeah and, right. and which
2: I thought Christina was coming to actually like not help mm-hmm. D but I thought that it was because she cared about Ruby which mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure that out like does mm-hmm. she actually care about Ruby. Or is Ruby just fun to pass the time? Like, is she, like, an <laughs> addict? You know how, yes. like, junkies always have that, like, junkie bestie or that, like, junkie romance? Like, is that her, like, True. drug partner, you know? Mm-hmm. Or is that, like, a thing?
0: We also established, again, last week we saw that Dee couldn't speak on her curse, but she could draw about it. She could draw it, which gave Christina a kind of hint of what it meant. Christina can't do much. She can only kind of reset it, but she can't stop it. And when she does a deal with Tick, which he has to now freely go to the uh, uh, autumnal equinox Which we what does all that what's mean happening. you know and and i wonder if that f- him having to go freely does that mean his protection spell won't be activated because sure, he's going because freely
2: technically he's protected but it's he's also on... like
0: aren't those her monsters so like well there's monsters a... well there's
2: think... one
1: of his own yeah that's so. the thing
0: those monsters serve certain masters she doesn't control all of them each one has their own master but if he's going willingly is it a threat? Would it protect him? I don't know. Maybe she has, that's kind of her kind of contingency. And that's why she's quote unquote helping. Well, technically Mike, on a, her
2: dad had to take off his his, his right. invincibility in order to do the same thing. So yeah. I think it'll have something to do with like, but like she also doesn't know. So maybe that can be the thing that helps him to live is that she doesn't know he's protected. She tries to do a thing and the monster Sheffield. comes in
0: and rips her apart. We shall find out. Um, there are just so
1: many questions.
0: Right? Yay. Mike, we see we see the leftover of the attack on Lancaster. He is alive, kind of barely. And we get a lot of confirmations about his body. What did you think of that sequence with, you know, uh, oh. William, William showing up? We find out why William made Ruby hide that rune inside the office. That mm-hmm. whole sequence, what did you think?
3: Um, I'm glad to finally figure that little mystery out because that's like a little... Little detail that I think we all kind of forgot about, at least I did until it was brought back up. You'd have no idea what it was for, you knew the mission, you knew what was going on inside the office at the time. You just had no idea what this little room was gonna be doing. Um, and then it was all kind of kind of came together from uh, the episode with the ghosts in the house. Many understand about the experiments and now seeing him you know, with the wounds and like, oh, let me try this body part, This that's not working. Everything kind of came together in that moment. And there was like five questions were answered at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of, man, it just felt really good to watch that. I couldn't help it. <laughs> I'm like, this guy is not getting away with it this time. Awesome. <laughs> Nothing you do is going to save right. you now. And I, I'm I hoping love- it's final. I love I think the that's irony. That's
1: why we felt didn't feel bad when Christina. We felt we wanted her to get information from him, but when she just sat there, we were like, hmm.
0: just watch watch him die.
2: It's nice. Okay. I'm like y'all can keep the camera rolling on this shit, <laughs> right? I'm with this.
3: Do an hour of this. I love from the irony.
0: I love the irony of how the rune works, where it's like, it would like every time he switches the body parts out, the same wounds would just keep happening again, mm. no matter what. The same wounds just keep appearing, which I thought was oof, that's that's a tough way to go. Um ah. Mercedes christina yeah, says map. christina says to them you know to, in order to at least help reset the curse on on d they need the blood of a closest family relative and everyone automatically assumes it's going to be montrose and that's when no. montrose, montrose says to uh to george i mean to to tick that uh it could be him because uncle george could be your father uh, that moment you know tick finding that out and even realizing that did mama cheat on you how did you mm-hmm. feel that whole that, that whole moment
1: the whole moment was just so significant but it was sort of rushed and I think in another scene in another movie or another show this would have been a nitpick and been like how could you not have explained this but due to the time constraint that we all knew we were on from that we all knew we were on for the curse like we were able to look that over to be like okay so we got to figure out who it is and at this point we can't deal with the emotion behind that but we've already had this kind of come to Jesus moment in the last episode. So, you know, we're able to at least deal with it instead of lashing out at each other, which is what I saw from this episode where the family could actually talk to each other about their stuff because from the last episode that we saw, everybody kind of put all their cards on the table. They showed what they have, they showed their flaws and everyone from what they said in those conversations accepted that. And I feel like we saw that when we were you know thrust with the actual question which we've all asked is Tick Montrose's son and when Montrose says you might not be Tick is able to accept that and I I think that's really significant because it shows growth in the relationship
0: I I think one of the 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 best parts of that moment as well again this show continues to show that not not everyone's perfect is that in that moment Tick has to also harshly realize that his mother wasn't perfect quote-unquote Right. You know, because you know, it's like, did she cheat on you? What? Like that—that that whole idea of the yeah, mom, so
2: upset, mom, right? Cheated on you. The dad it's was like, the bad oh,
0: guy. Oh yeah, before. I guess so. <laughs> right.
2: Like, we weren't really involved
1: in that way, so. <laughs> and that reaction wouldn't have been able to come through without his dad actually being a- being able to talk to him about his homosexuality mm-hmm. and how it affected him in his life and the choice that he made to actually love his son and his wife, regardless mm-hmm. of it. being a sexual or a platonic relationship
0: Mm -hmm. um thankfully they they don't have to figure this out right away because hippolyta returns and thus the closest living relative of d so they're able to use her blood you know yeah we're just
2: gonna brush that over (laughs) 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 and you know
0: right it's like okay we gotta save a dying girl from a demon curse we'll deal with that later and and hippolyta just returned what the hell did she come from you know i got uh you When Thor arrives in Wakanda, and and, 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 that's what I thought when Hippolyta returns. I was like, (laughs) yes, she's back. (laughs) I was super excited. Um, But Raven, finding out that, again, one, it's a multiverse machine, and she's been away for 200 years. What did you think of her return?
2: Well, the nerd in me figured out that it was a multiverse machine from the jump. Okay. But um, I'm happy that she explained it. And I loved watching Letty's face as Hippolyta was explaining how she was. <laughs> Letty was like, ah, uh, okay. Like a face that was just so, like, because I feel like you don't get to see Letty, like, not at all, but like basically, like, you don't get to see her looking up to somebody. Like, you could tell that she really respects Hippolyta. I think that was a great slight exchange in that moment of Hippolyta just putting together all these machines and all this stuff and just telling them, yes, yeah, so you got to reset this and do that back. And it's a really simple equation. And they're just like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, like, even even when she was like, you know, I'm Hippolyta and I can name myself whatever I want. I was like, that is damn right. I am Raven Smith and I can name myself. Uh,
1: I, think I the was feeling admi- empowered on my couch. The admiration <laughs> came from when I think Letty's always wanted a moment between all the men where she could be like, get your ass in the car. And when Hippolyta said, that's my baby and get your ass in the general tone was like get your ass in the car. And, and everyone she was like super rank. Like, oh, okay. yeah. have go, right? no,
0: she goes, she goes, I, I spent two hundred years learning infinite knowledge. Now get your fucking ass in the car. car. <laughs> like... And I was everyone was like, Oh yes. Mm-hmm. That's AKA Literally. I
1: like, just yeah,
0: she did. Yep. Remember
1: yes. when your mom is like, I will get your ass in this car right now. And they curl lips up. get
2: your ass in that car. <laughs> but um <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I loved, I loved, like,
2: I was so excited that she came back. Um, I actually read an article, somebody was like, oh, that should have been way more epic. And We're just not going to talk about where she's been. I was like, she literally said it, bro. Just we watched the it. whole episode. Like, did you not watch the episode? We watched her go back, mad and years also, and forward. And what are you mad about?
0: And also, Especially. I feel like. Yes, certain things. Yes, but you can say it was glossed over and that. But they're dealing with a lot right now. There's like priorities. Like, I'm like it's
2: like, her whole baby. Like, I will explain like, that shit later.
1: Like, <laughs> we're just mean? happy you're
0: back. Finally, we can have someone imagine? that can use their blood. <laughs> like,
1: Literally, the only, only person <laughs> with a solution, and now <laughs> or somebody that like, knows what the fuck is going on. <laughs> She's
2: the only one that has any slight idea of what's going on.
1: Like, I need an explanation right bloody. now.
2: has like, huh. Right. So I feel like Hippolyta literally came to save the day. People were like, "Oh, it wasn't like not people uh, specific articles." Like, <laughs> no, oh, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't epic enough when she came back, and I'm like, "Okay," but her going Super Saiyan and literally drooling out and like keeping whole portals right. open wasn't a thing. Yeah, you, you, you gotta have
0: you gotta have narrative pacing that works, Mike. You, you hit. You said something that I thought of too. Hippolyta was Doctor Strange in that sense. she was a Doctor Strange, but that was definitely like,
2: Doctor Strange. I've seen oh, wow. 4, she was like, 4 she million was like realities.
0: I've seen all realities, and this is the only one that can work. You know, it was Avengers, it was the end one. one. <laughs> it was the end game. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> only one. <laughs> Which um <laughs> Mike leads to, you know, Ruby, when when Christina leaves, Ruby leaves with Christina. And uh, this is going down a path that we've been suspecting of Ruby. She tries to convince Letty to go with her. You know, Letty's like, "This bitch. She may help us, but she has ulterior motives." And uh, Ruby's like, "No, but come with me." What do you think of that whole sequence and where it's possibly leading to?
3: Uh. I mean, this whole deal with the everyone thinking that they, they can use magic for themselves. You know, <laughs> okay. keep going back into that. You know, there's this great power. We can use it for good. We can use it for our own motives and to fight back on what we think is wrong. It never works that way. In every story, I don't want to go back into it again, but in every story we've seen, including my favorites. Um <laughs> it's like the same thing. It's like i you, you start to understand where everyone's coming from, of course, but you hate to see ruby go down that path and then it's like i get it you want to bring your sister along for what you think is a better life but it's really just a mask you could be a
1: white woman it's,
3: yeah yeah really it's like do <laughs> not learn yet uh-huh. you
1: know but, she's getting lost in the sauce literally that's it. oh for sure that, i couldn't have said it better yeah. right there yeah which lost which in actually the sauce. which
0: i want to take it further mercedes um you know uh, ruby and then christina have that conversation where Pretty much, Christina confirms that yes, um, I'm I wa- I'm going to pros- possibly kill Tick. He's going to die. Sorry, <laughs> and um, you know, which ends with the conversation ends with Ruby killing Dell because she wants a redhead. So she's fully committed into this life now. No, what do you think of that whole moment?
1: I said that she's locking the sauce like we are. I seeing... forgot that uh, for happened. Yeah, because, <laughs> uh, it did happen, didn't it? Who else? Yes. Like I heard it. You know. But like- I, I just can't talk too much about this because I think this is going to go into differences in the book where, you know, Mike is going to talk about, you know, Ruby's little trials and tribulations, but that's what happens with that. And um, I think we're, char- we're starting to see the deterioration um, with uh, a desire that goes a little awry that's why she's tr- like, you know, trying to rationalize it. And, and you mm-hmm. know, that's, that's, what do they say when, you know, an a ain't like addiction 101 when you're trying to, you're in a sense of denial. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, killing the redhead and just like a by any means necessary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And as a person of color, you know, taking any person's life, I think we feel that a little bit more maybe, um, Maybe I'm overstepping by saying that, but the fact that she's so willing to kill this person, I don't think it mattered that she was a white woman. I think it mattered yeah. that she wanted a specific thing. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I think we're seeing the deterioration of one of our favorite characters, which kind of makes me love the show more.
0: And and the idea that she's willing to let Tech die. She knows that uh, uh, Letty's pregnant with Tech's baby on top of that. But she's like uh, willing to allow that to happen for her own needs, which I find interesting as well, because at the same time that Ruby wants to be a white woman, this white woman that's giving her this freedom wants to be a white man. So ultimately, you're still going to be subservient to them. You're still going to yeah. be underneath. You're never going to be equal to, to to Christina. And I don't think yeah. Ruby understands that quite yet.
2: Ruby doesn't yeah. get that. <laughs> Ruby didn't ask to be a white man. She didn't, no. She, as crazy as it is, like Christina said, I, I'm giving you the ability to do whatever the fuck you want. And still Ruby's ideology is limited to, you know, I'm gonna be a white woman and go manage a store. Why would you wanna work?
1: That's you know? it's like, that's you Morphe- gotta think
2: larger. Like
1: <laughs> that's Morpheus you know. going to Neo if Neo was a crackhead and being like the blue pill or the red pill and the blue pill is gonna make you like go like and they that's like what did you think was gonna happen? They're just it's not you're not gonna get the same person. Well, the They're not gonna make is the same decisions. Free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the person <laughs> is always free, um, always free. I guess.
2: she dropped that potion like it was nothing like here you go which through. is why we out.
1: know christina you know it's sad to say but she is the villain you know she's setting it up
0: um you know uh, um, i love the moment between mantras and letty just before the portal talking about the sacrifices mm-hmm. and things that you would do for your child right it's almost like you, mantras is like saying i know you have a baby mm-hmm. you've seen the terrible things i have done you're not going to understand the things that you might have to do to protect that child which I thought was a great moment. And and just opening the portal and Montrose being scared, you know, knowing in hindsight where Montrose's story goes, seeing his PTSD and his fear to jump to mm. the portal. What do you think of the whole sequence?
3: I mean, one, I go back. Montrose has, I think, become my favorite character in this. He has such a wide arc. Um, he changes so much from when we first saw him. And now this, him really having a real heart-to-heart with Letty about what it takes to be a parent and it's like i understand you're trying to protect yourself but you ended up killing my boy by protect what you think is protecting yourself you say you love mm. him what you did is actually kill him by giving those pages away mm. it was a hard truth and there was no right yeah. to either one of those like that. and like, he said i you can't let it go you understand why she did it you understand why he said it and it was like just you know where else can you go from there but after that of course and it's like exactly what you said david it's ptsd like imagine going back into the worst day of your life knowing exactly full well it's going to happen and you gotta sit by and just watch it you can't alter anything he's probably thinking about what he could do already in that moment but he's telling her about like how it's going to happen and now that we actually finally we all have an idea of what to, actually really happened in Tulsa from the last HBO show we already know what's about to happen too you piece
2: them both together Yeah, you know. um,
3: you're a favorite for him
0: which I love about that jump because you know Yes, Letty and and Tick know what happened, but they know through stories. So they're like, yeah, we're going to jump right through, you know, no hesitation. Whereas he knows what he's going into. He knows firsthand, you know, literally firsthand of what it means. And, and, And I love that because us as the audience, we're not quite sure either. We're like, come on, jump in! The, the portal's gonna close. That's a cool looking portal. Just go in. It's time travel. What you are know? you waiting for? Just do <laughs>
1: right. it. We have we have a child to save.
0: Right, right. And again, I love how it how it builds up to that moment of him knowing what he has to do. That's why he starts drinking the 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 the, the moonshine that his brother made. You know, like because he knows what he's about to go. And then you understand his drinking as a whole. You know, like you just start seeing all these layers and layers and layers. And you're like, "Damn, holy shit!" And obviously, uh the team arrives in Tulsa, which I thought they did a beautiful job of visualizing Tulsa before the 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 tragedy that happened. Right? I'm happy we got to see Happy Tulsa. I was listening to the podcast, and they were saying initially they wanted to kind of throw the team straight into the chaos, but they they thought, "No, let's see what Tulsa was like." And I thought that was good. I thought we needed to see what it was like because it's one thing hearing it was a prosperous black city, but to see it you know outside of the damage i thought it was great to see but raven um when tick realizes that Montrose has been drinking he gets mad at him you know saying that that's it this is the last mission we're going to take but then you see the moment i think it's a moment that turns everybody around including the characters and everyone from Montrose. seeing mantras being young Montrose being beaten by his dad and the whole interaction with young young version of, of uncle george and his mom what did you think of that whole mo- moment
2: Ugh, it was really tough to watch. I don't like watching anybody get lashes, man. And that was lashes. That wasn't no just regular ass whooping. Mm -hmm. That was like
3: that was some slave
2: shit. I was watching it like damn. And I was also thinking, like, you know, honestly, that's just very true to trauma. A couple generations back wasn't too long ago. The white man was doing that to you. Probably shouldn't be doing that to your kid, but it's probably the only way that you know how to express yourself. She's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. So I really love that uh once again this show deals with these types of things. It's the subtleties for me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um but I think that yeah, it was a it was a crazy moment because I think a lot shifted for for you know the viewers at home and um also for both uh Letty and Tick, you know, in terms of how they view Montrose. Um because you know I feel like Letty's always had some sympathy for him. Letty's always kind of like, oh, but you're dead, you know, whereas like Tick was ready to beat him up and i was a little scared for him you know but then i think tick seeing what happened to his dad and the fact that you know people would just allow it there are people outside on the porch chilling mm-hmm. just watching this kid get his ass beat like that I don't it's like I you thought that.
0: you thought mantras beat you hard. that was in the beat yeah you know? exactly
2: you know which i think tick was realizing too tick was realizing like oh shit my dad did take it easy on me to his perspective you mm-hmm. know and um I love also the introduction to Tick's mom because it's the first time we've seen her like Mm -hmm. not in a photo, right? Um, So I love the introduction to Tick's mom and I love how we were introduced to her character, you know, that she was coming out to save Mantras. And it all makes so much sense because, you know, that's how they end up getting married. You know, she saves Mm -hmm. him from uh, Shane in the public eye, you know? So I did love how, like, just that one scene you understood how Montrose could have been married mm-hmm. to this woman, despite not maybe having attraction, yeah. but you know, that they have a bond. Like he said, you know, when you go through something like that with people, you know, it's different, which is the reason why he wasn't mad at George mm-hmm. for possibly being Tick's dad. And I think that all in that one scene, I think everyone understood, including the audience, like the events leading up to Montrose, you know, or how Montrose could be Montrose. It's- and uh, it was tough, it was tough to watch.
0: There's two moments in the scene that stood out to me. One where Montrose said, I deserved it. You know, it's very yeah. telling of how it affected him psychologically. Uh-huh. You know, just like, even still to this day, he still believes, watching it happen, right. he still believes he deserves it. Like, that's crazy yeah. how psychologically damaged he is, you know. Mm-hmm. And it really tells you sometimes, you know, like... You know, I, I'm, I I come of, of, of a family of divorce as well, you know, and my father wasn't exactly the best kind of man and I don't hold any grudge because you're watching things like this it makes me realize like he had his own pain probably. Everyone has their own pain. It's not to excuse it. It's not to justify it. It's just to say that some of us are probably lucky that we're not like that because of circumstance. You know, I didn't grow up uh-huh. a life where someone beat me because of my sexuality. You know, yeah. I can't say I would have turned out to be this person if that didn't happen to me. Who's to say I wouldn't? Have t- yeah. You know, people aren't born bad. It makes you realize, mm-hmm. like certain things, you know, people go through life unfortunately, and they go through circumstances that we just have to realize that we're blessed to not have to go through. You know, he like he got beaten like that because he put a corsage in his hair. Like, what? You know, you actually think of what actually yeah, happened. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like <laughs> you know? it was funny though because I kept trying. Like I was watching a beating happen, and I was like, "But I don't understand." And I thought that he was walking around like with flowers, like mm-hmm. being girly, and it was a corsage. It's technically a. a you know, it's like a man thing. I don't know. And I just
3: and it, felt like
2: it didn't deserve all that. I feel like even if he did do something to deserve all that, he didn't deserve all that. Right. After it, after the third one, I think that's enough. I think he gets it.
0: And it really know? added weight to, like, throughout this whole season, Montres has had that constant uh, memory flashback, <clears throat> pick a switch, pick a switch, pick a switch. And like I felt
2: like he broke it, right? skin.
1: Like, it's like Jesus. Oof.
0: And another moment
2: I What liked, a rough day. Like
1: people have shitty it. days, but that is a shitty day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you said rough day. That's an understatement. Right.
0: Wow. And another moment I liked as well is when you know you get a moment where um then the young version of mom is mad at at Uncle George for not stepping up. And then Montre says, No, she was wrong. No one did more for me than George. I love that he stepped up as a young baby.
2: Uncle George was a looker. I was like, Oh young Uncle George. <laughs> okay, I understand.
0: But even the fact that, you know, he admits that, no, my brother stood up for me. You know, he he like, you know, like, don't get it twisted. More he was a good anyone. he was a good brother to me. He, he was the only one that in terms of that he was the best person to me. You know, and, and yeah. I, be, I believe that, you know, especially seeing their last moments together. You believe that they were good as brothers. You know, even though George felt he could have done more, they loved each other. You never felt that there was animosity between the two yeah. of
3: them. Nah. There was also uh, one more of that scene. If you watched uh, Tick during him watching his own dad uh, Mm -hmm. get whooped, you saw him go from, yeah, you deserve this, to not being able to even look anymore. Yeah, he couldn't even look up. He was just
2: looking at machos, like mm -hmm. grown machos, like, you, you could watch this. Uh, he's
3: probably thinking that like that was me. This is what you did to me. Oh. And it's like maybe I'm seeing you happen It's like, Yeah, you definitely deserve it. But it's like, but wait, like this wasn't after the go... fact, you
2: know. Yeah, I feel like any kid kind of wants to go back in time and see their parents get their ass. But then you regret it. Bit, but... yeah, right. yeah, for a little bit, but then you're like, okay now. Whoa. And that's and a that... bit much grandma stop.
0: That's why <laughs> this I said this this episode also reminded me of back to the future. You know, the the one of the reasons Back to the Future happened was the idea was I want to see what my parents were as kids. And so like Tick gets to see that. It's almost like a back to the future moment. It's, it's not what you expect it to be because we mm-hmm. all had this assumption of what our parents' childhood was. But it's another thing hearing about it, it's another thing seeing it. Uh, Mercedes, I'll talk to you about um Letty's time at at, at Mama Hattie's house. Oof, that was a tough yeah. moment. You know, with Letty Very know, tough. Getting thrown right into the mix of things with those, those guys attacking her. I need that long ass scene. That the whole sequence. That fire right. was too long. Ugh. Yes,
1: you did. You did need it, and <laughs> the reason why you needed it is because I think that all of us, especially us nerds, we watch fantasy, we watch sci-fi, we have a large sense of hope, and we've all talked about <laughs> if, I, if we went back in time, and it was definitely solidified when we saw Django, because of course we got to see a black hero in that sort of time frame. And now we're watching Lovecraft Country in a sci-fi realm, and it's thrust with super realness of just like, you really can't change time as much as you want to from the bottom of your heart. Like, some things actually have to happen. And for the Black community, it's not just bad things. They're, they're atrocities. And that's something that as a community, we've learned to not even, I don't want to say get over, but just we come together and it's something that we deal with as a collective. It's just like, you know, all of, however we process the trauma, it's something that we, you know, get over on our own. But seeing this episode to me, just like it was heartbreaking and kind of, Cathartic for me because it was just like even though as much as I'd love to go back in time and fix the things that I want to fix Watching this episode made me realize like we we can't fix anything from the past because our past actually made who we are today Like every single person here like every person of color here We can't go back and change that because none of us would be able to be here and have the opportunities that we have And that's what I got from that scene Mm You know, and that's why they made it so long. And so because it's like these like you carry that burden, like these people that died in the Tulsa Massacre, you know, the people that, you know, went through slavery, all these people carried those burdens so that we could be here today to like have a fucking podcast and talk about this shit. Um,
0: know, it's true you say that and you're going to go. You're going to give more detail in, in the references section. But during the sequence and the next sequence, you know, the the, 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 um, the catch a fire is being is being um heard the, the performance and part of that story is you know the fire that's burning us can be used to 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 uh, uh, uh and to kind of um push us forward right to fuel us right that same thing that it's like yes people died and we can be sad about it or this can lead to us lead, lead to revolution and using this fire to light up a revolution under underneath us right, right? it's and that's I, you know, I, I took it the same way whereas you can't change the past because if you change the past it doesn't help your future especially in a world where we've established alternate timelines right so you change anything it just creates a different timeline that isn't your timeline so you can't do anything about it and 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 i also i'm very always always love time travel stories you know um umbrella academy touched on this where you know people of color move go back to a time that's even worse he always wants to change things but i feel like sometimes changing things almost does a disservice to the reality of it because just because you change that event doesn't change racism Right. It doesn't 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 mean It also doesn't change
2: certain people's experiences from that day. You can exactly. erase current people's yeah. trauma from a different time. Yeah. Even if you go back and change it in history, that's a new person witnessing a new history. But that old person that you left that you tried to help is still gonna feel it and it's still exactly. very much there. You can't erase it just because you went back in time.
0: And yeah. it sucks. But I love yeah. I love this, you know, even though it's a short performance, Regina Taylor as as great, great, great grandmother Hattie. I thought she was great. I just thought you know she just, was great, great. She played yeah, that great. grandma. It was, it
2: was <laughs> awesome
1: because she it wasn't so funny when she got into the room. She was like, "I ain't seen no shoes before," so she cocked the gun. She's like, mm-hmm. jump." Mm. If you watch her
2: face from the second, straight like straight away. the house, very she beginning, she was like, "No, was no. Like, no. that footwear.
3: No. <laughs> grandma."
2: Hattie wasn't it. Was like, was <laughs> like, notice no.
0: that.
2: Literally, when Letty was running, I was like, "They should know something's off here." Look at <laughs> his track stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um, but yeah. We uh, we got a sense of uh, Letty's dream came true. She was in a burning house carrying the book. Yeah, she had this oh, dream. Wow. Ah, ah, ah. Did you catch wow. that? One? Ah, everything's coming <laughs> full circle. <laughs> when Montres had run away, everyone assumed that he was going to warn Uncle George about the far future that death was going to happen that we saw at the beginning of the series. But no, we get to find out even more information. If his life wasn't hard enough, if you know that the massacre wasn't hard enough. We find out that he had a close friend called Thomas. He was now, you know, he said, I can't be friends with you anymore. Causing the F word because I'm not one of you. You know, in his own moment of, of of self-denial because of what his father did to him. Only for him to get shot right there and then like, holy shit. I thought that moment was just like. That
2: was crazy. I'm not coming back from that. Are you <sighs> kidding me? I'm doing all the drugs, all the alcohol. Can I, I
0: tell care. you? This is Like, first... I understand
2: completely. I was like, Montrose. You go have yourself a drink, sir. His <laughs> brains sprayed all over <laughs> your did. face.
0: Like he, it wasn't like something happened far like away. Like
2: I'm pouring you a glass. Like just have this to. is someone who you
0: loved, and you you just pushed them away, and then moments later their brains are all over your face, like and you're you're, and a, then, you're a child.
2: And then you got your ass kicked for right? the second time of the
0: day. Like. And then like, t- for then, okay. you know, when 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 uh Tick is holding Mantra's back, like, no, you can't stop this. And Mantra's knowing that he can't stop this. And then when Mantra said the one line that made me think, you know what? I don't care who's your daddy, Mantra's your daddy. When Mantra says, I wanted to be your father, I was just like, God. Mm-hmm. I cr- he a said tear said came out. I ever wanted I to be with your father. It's like A tear came oh, out of my eye. Mantra I
2: won't lie. Was, He came
0: out because it's like, okay, yes, my life situation made it big be- because of Oh, he oh, failed oh, at it but. stuff but i wanted to be your father i wanted to be to you know i was like damn he he really wants it and everything he did he thought he George was doing the might right thing
2: be your father but you're my son so. oh, oh.
0: Oh. and then we get one That's of my much. favorite moments in time travel you know chicken or the egg storylines in time travel where it's like tick realizes it was him all along he was the oh. baseball bat superhero but <laughs> i also
2: love it because it plays into episode one yep. minute one yeah, we're fucking Tick and Jackie Robinson, Got gotcha, kid. I yep. was like, <sighs>
0: the stories that his father, you know, it's really. I love that little thing because you almost you forgot that happened that they said there was a mysterious oh, stranger. I remember. Oh, I didn't I'm just saying, it's like, it, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, I forgot that it was ha- it was going to happen. You now. just
2: assume that they're just going to let it right. like be answered eventually, mm-hmm. like, or, like or like.
0: The whole thing, I thought, like, you know, I thought whole... it
2: was gonna be actual Jackie Robinson. So.
0: <laughs> I, I, I I realized, I remember that they got saved by somebody, yeah. but I thought it was just like a, oh, and some guy just saved us, just a little thing that happened, you know, but making it tick just adds so much more gravitas to it because it makes it look secular. It's like, oh, okay, it was always watching going to be tick, tick, tick
2: fuck them up. Oh, watching tick fuck up races. I could watch that all day, like I, on a loop, right? That was so satisfying.
0: And, and I love the idea oh. that, you know, like if they didn't travel in time, that would be changing time you know like they have to time travel to maintain the timeline because he realized
2: timeline. he had to interfere because yeah. he always interferes exactly yeah <laughs> it's, it's crazy chicken egg which
0: happened it first. really is What's first? <laughs> Literally. Like, break it. And, and i love what i love that i seen as well that you, even in the mob they weren't afraid to also show white women in that mob you know it wasn't just dudes and i i like that i was like okay yeah because i think some so many times when people think of racist mobs they just think of white men like, no, there are white women no, in the the too. They held everybody accountable.
3: <laughs> right. She's
2: making the phone calls, hosting the meetings. It's and like
3: I also if, like, uh, I'm sorry, speaking of that, just real if you saw uh, Bill Burr's monologue from SNL uh, last year, so good. Yes, yes, I was a,
2: dying. And I was like, exactly really surprised that. he went there. No, it's like, true. I mean, for Bill those who Burr? don't know, check it out. It, I was no, worried I, he was racist for years.
0: Had but no I also, think I think, you know, speaking of that, I think, I think. Um, Lovecraft also kind of deals with that through the character of Christina, where this narrative of white women having kind of the benefits of 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 you know the the the, the fight for equality, but it's like no, you're kind of above black people and people of color. It's not the same thing. You may be below white men, yeah. but you're still it's in the, you still yeah, get like, But I'm a woman, <laughs> yeah. Like, That's not
2: enough. It's
3: not. It's not the same thing. <laughs>
2: nice try, though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a black woman. Okay,
3: so are um, you going take you talking to? Raven, exactly. um, <laughs> in,
0: they have to return home. They have the book and they have to return right. home, but Hippolyta is struggling and holding the portal open. You know, the moment. When Honestly, T- I don't
2: know if Hippolyta was going to bounce back from that. I was worried. Yeah. She was like at hey, max capacity. She was going to burst.
0: When Tick jumped through and the, the portal closes for a brief moment, I was like, well, they're stuck. You know, I thought "What? Well, they could be stuck. <laughs> All I and thought then, is <laughs> they're not going to survive the night.
1: We've had so many moments <laughs> like that where it's just like, I guess we're giving up on them. It's not going to
2: be stressed. It instantly became like a like the Warriors for me, the Warriors movie. <laughs> where like they gotta bop their way down to fucking Coney Island. I was like, I don't know how y'all gonna bop your way back to nineteen fifty. But you going to figure it out. I, you know, she you know I was said nervous. bop their way back. They gotta, you know, you gotta swing some and bats and do what you gotta do the whole way back to nineteen fifty. Right. And, and not more. for anything. I was so scared. And Not then for... Letty's just slow walking. Seriously, I was, like, I was gonna say that.
0: How slow is Letty walking? At slow <laughs> walk. I
2: was like, bitch, can and you, you
1: get, get? Can you run? Because she's definitely doesn't just she like, always have power? power I only from the me
2: off. No. because I was like, look, okay, yeah. I love me some Letty power. But walk. She could have, you
1: know, but like, this time. I was like, like Laddie, if you don't you... <laughs> get your ass, like, we get it. You Wonder Woman, boo. You invincible, but can you put a pep in your sure. step? Like
0: of all the times to not power walk, like she's known for the Letty <laughs> Power Walk. Yeah.
2: Like, like <laughs> one, the lady Power, two, the Letty Power Lunge. Do you right? see them strides? Right? We've seen you run.
1: And, and, and it's, it's not like it. she didn't know they were gonna die, and I get that she actually had to watch it, but like you gotta go. Okay,
0: now run. What? You watched it.
2: I now think I run. I get it's traumatic. So oh, like, she stayed at the house way longer than she needed to. Homegirl was ah, it's a mad long. <laughs> Raven, you don't need that in your life. Yeah, you're pregnant. You don't need to witness that. She was all tongue sticking out. Raven would have been out like in the mid. Oh, okay. I would have been like, well, <laughs> all right, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> i like, all right, friend. Um, well, you know, uh, I guess I'll
0: uh, on my way. Hippolyta goes super saiyan on us, the hair, she finally transforms yep. fully into Rynthia blue, which again
1: Arinthia blue which kind of Storm.
0: begs the question, uh, you know, has 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 Dee constantly been seen in the future in her drawings? You know, like Is she
1: prophetic? Dee? Yeah. yeah exactly. but like
2: Dee has always been some type of sensitive ones. Like mm-hmm. empathic or <laughs> something, but something's been going on with her since the jump. So mm-hmm. Honestly, there's so much to explain in episode ten. Like, it's gonna piss me off because, like, I'm hoping that when they bring these things up, that it's not just something that they like toss out there. Like, oh, okay, yeah, she exists in every
3: multiverse because her mom probably gonna get one of those.
2: And then, all right, next, you know what I'm saying? That that's gonna piss me off a lot. (laughs) So, this better be like a two and a half hour
1: episode.
3: (laughs) (laughs) If we've learned anything, "Ah, don't rely on an HBO finale. Right, they're yep. gonna give you an
1: hour and a half, like Game of Thrones, oh, and True Blood, and yeah, just be like,
2: right.
0: very like we we want you to you we want you to write us about a season <laughs> two so. It's all good.
2: You might be lucky <laughs> with. going fifteen season. minutes of blank screen in
0: the
2: end. <laughs> We're just gonna be staring, cursing each other out. What the fuck?
0: I loved like, I uh, loved the moment of Montrose kind of witnessing everything and kind of uh, reciting the names of the dead of the people who had been killed on that day. It was a very powerful moment because you don't have to be told that those people were real, that those names are real. You kind of got it, right? That- Ooh, yep. that hurt. These are real people. And then
2: you could tell he got so stuck and like, you know, in the residual. And uh, I felt so bad for him because it's like, he shouldn't have been there. I felt so bad for him. Like I get that they needed a guide, but damn. Y'all couldn't <laughs> get anybody else? <laughs> like Y'all couldn't find anyone else. You couldn't just be like, where's Montrose getting his ass beat today? Mm. Just but i think in, they catch, know, they they catch 22 was okay. like
1: that happened to everyone at that time so who would you have asked that because
2: like well, they're like girl there's about five on this block right now you, just also go- get,
0: go this you also get a sense that as much as he didn't want to go mantras wants to go because his son's going and he's at the point where it's like i have to, you know he even said i'll die for my son if someone has to die it'll be me you know magic you know that's the jazzy way to go and he's so ready go-
1: to do the right thing
0: yeah he, he wants to go the jazzy way Um, This phase (laughs) Leftover question. The main leftover question is the autumnal equinox. What's going to happen? I did not see the previews for next week, but on purpose. I don't want to know anything.
2: I don't think I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I haven't watched (laughs) any of the previews. Any like not really. Yeah, I I don't.
0: I don't usually watch the previews. I don't like to know what's. what's I
1: already know what we already know what's going to happen exactly. Thank you, Mike. We all know what's going to happen. I'll show you what
3: you probably already know. Yeah, I don't don't, don't look at it
1: i want like, to i want to I wanna
2: not know exactly. i don't want to know I yeah." just because like it's gonna piss me off if i guess the whole thing and yeah. then they do it
0: because i have a week you of know? guessing i don't have a week of guessing yeah, yeah like give me the money
2: <laughs> give me the money if i guess the whole shit give me the
1: money right? uh, <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's not how that works but
2: i think so
0: Rave, yeah, i mean mercedes, mercedes there's not as many as usual but what were the cultural references this week
1: Not as many, but still super significant. Um, The one, number one, was the Tulsa Massacre. Um, HBO gave us a little first look of it in Watchmen, but in Lovecraft Country episode nine, they definitely divulged a little bit more and giving us a glimpse of what actually happened. Um, Good, bad, and ugly, and there definitely wasn't much good uh the movies this week were Busta Keaton's The Goat which was also featured in Watchmen uh, at the Dreamland Theater so little correlation for those two um features poem wise the poem that plays over the climatic scene where Hattie burns to death and Tick beats the rioters with the back mm-hmm. is Catch a Fire and that's performed by civil rights activist Sonia Sanchez and it discusses the common theme throughout the series of mm-hmm. black people using ingenuity to transform their tools of oppression into tools of liberation um, and then, as Dave mentioned before, so there's really, not that we don't really need to talk about it, but Montrose goes over the victims um, that did die that he knew during Tulsa. So those were our cultural references this week for Lovecraft Country. Are those real people? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, those, um, those were actual, um, it's a eulogy to the victims of the massacre he names specific victims and these are real people who perished in the actual riot so it's another tribute which is really nice wow. um Aww. so like watchmen like showed us what happened but this one paid homage and respect which was I think
2: this nice. one gave a like, face to it and duck, i appreciate yeah. that yeah i feel like even, there's like oh, no go on, go on. no gone, No, i just feel like um you know it's what we've discussed on on previous podcasts about how like it's one thing to like address that racism exists, but it's another thing to like, you know, go deeper. And I think to um, where we're all at the point now where it's like, for the most part, you should know what happened. But perspective, I think is, is something that I'm appreciating that's happening now. And this specifically, like I've never, every Tulsa story I've read was more from a history perspective. Like this was the date, this is what happened. This is what was damaged, you know, but it's- This is more personal. It's not- yeah, it's numbers, it's not souls, it's not people, it's not families. You know, you're not thinking about the owners of these stores that were burned down, were mm-hmm. black fathers, you know, husbands, you know, brothers. So I think that, um, you know, I appreciate this show because I think, cause you know, like even in Watchmen, we saw what happened and, and we saw like kind of the long-term effects, but more so on a generation and not on the individual. And I think that I appreciate seeing that in this show because I think it just makes it that much deeper. You connect
1: to it more because you're following a specific family's journey through that trauma, and a lot of us, most people, didn't even know that Tulsa happened. So being able to, you know, go from having the information to now being able to go through a journey with a character is definitely going to have the audience feel it more. And I think that was the intended effect.
0: Yeah, I think even even little things like you know mentioning the doctor and saying he was the best doc- surgeon around. You know, these are That's people. That's a real doctor. I know about that yeah. surgeon. So it wasn't just like, like a, a black man who got killed. You know, crazy this enough, guy... I
2: studied him though. So y'all just like in school, y'all, <laughs> just, y'all gonna bring him up.
0: Just, You're just not gonna me. talk about what it's happened. Like, and you? he died. It's like it's like and he died. They didn't, <laughs> out, died. you know, yeah. they didn't even go into details. Exactly. History.
2: The same history also killed him. Right. Here you
0: go, <laughs> um, Mike. You know the series has moved further and further away from the books. Uh, anything left or any similarities or any references to the books?
3: Um, I know you say it's moving away, but it actually there wasn't too. Much of a difference, uh, for this one. The only one was uh, more of a nod uh, that Ruby mentions when she says that she, when she imagined herself as a white woman was always a redhead. In um, this, you know, instead of it being Dell, it was uh, Ruby's alter ego Hillary, which were both redheads uh, that were in the book. That was really it, though. Yeah. Okay, so that's why she says she's
0: redhead. I wonder if we're gonna see that redhead. I'm cl- clearly we're gonna see a redhead. We will find some random redhead. It new might character. come full circle, yeah. right? Next oh, episode. Yeah.
1: That but, might be a part of the cliffhanger for episode 10. Right. Uh, I'm wh- trying to think if I've seen, like...
3: Any redheads in the background? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm trying to go through it in my head. Like, has there been any heads? Oh, God. The white ladies wearing are red kid? all the time, too.
0: One more episode left. Red shirts. As far as There'll I know... One more.
2: That's as far so as I sad. know, at this
0: point... Uh, um, the the story would have caught up to the books so we don't know if there's going to be a second season because if there is they have to kind of make up new stories so was it is it like Watchmen one and done or is it going to be more I don't, I don't know. know we literally don't know on that note uh, thank you Mercedes
2: yeah my phone's shutting down
0: thank no you no problem Raven. Dave thank you Raven thank you thank you Rocket Mike Uh, thank you my name's English Dave and this has been a Nerdy Bunch review of Lovecraft Country episode 9 and as always Mercedes
1: Keep it nerdy, y'all.
0: Keep it nerdy, guys. Peace.